0: Welcome to 527 Underground Podcast, where we discuss comic books and all comic uh, book-related themes and so on and so forth. Uh, we are your host, Teddy, and joining me with me, excuse me, is Maria. And Hello. And, yeah, I'm sorry, say it again?
1: Hello.
0: Why are you speaking so low well now? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not speaking low,
1: well, I'm just speaking normal. Yeah. Okay, okay. Normal well, tone. No, okay. I'm just
0: fucking with you. Hello, everybody. <laughs> it's great to hear your voice, lovely um so yeah so here in this podcast we're gonna talk about comic books comic book related themes whether they come in television book format movies so on etc and um yeah so how are you feeling today i'm good how you doing i'm okay i'm okay a little bit nervous but okay to discuss whatever you know topics come to our heads this is
1: our first podcast our first episode
0: very yeah. exciting our, our inauguration inaugural podcast if I you will yes
1: yeah we're, we're taking the leap we decided to do this podcast um, because we truly do enjoy everything that has to do with comic
0: books and comic related stuff so yeah that's pretty much it in a nutshell more or less so um, all right so i guess let's just get started so what should we discuss today what comes to mind any ideas any thoughts
1: it, you know, it's the thing that everyone's been talking about lately. Uh, Come on. Yes, we already yes. know. We, I mean, we, we have a good idea as to what we're going to be discussing today, but we all know that we're going to be discussing WandaVision. Wanda yes,
0: yeah. I know. The show is taking I think, the Community by Storm. Um, The format, the way it pays homage to all the old television shows and so on and so forth. And as of airing of this podcast, the last episode was, I think it was truly incredible. Pretty much showed um, the characters, the character being Scarlet Witch if you will, uh, her origins or how she pretty much came about. So which episode are we talking about right now? Episode 8, correct? Correct. We're talking about episode 8, which was the last episode. So that aired as of this podcast. Um, and uh, yeah, so what I wanted to discuss is uh, pretty much whatever it comes to my mind, thoughts about the show so far, what the turns that it may take, its role among the MCU, and anything that comes to mind. So, do you have any thoughts on it, or I think that from watching
1: WandaVision all the way from the you know first episode to now episode eight, um, you know Marvel definitely, it, I cut you know did they were kind of playing it... It's like a gamble in a way because the way that they were airing the episodes, it's like they're not really giving the audience what they truly want because it's like they want kind of like an easy fix. They don't want to, you know... They want to know quickly what's supposed to be happening, you know? But with this, they took their... They really took their time with each episode, um, which was good. I can sit through this stuff because it's about kind of like solving a puzzle as to why this is happening to her, you know? And... Everything is starting to be revealed now, you know? So in the very beginning, it was a mystery. It was like, what is going on? Like, it's a black and white episode and stuff <laughs> like that. And, you know, it was um uh, the similar to Dick Van Dyke. And then they right, moved on right. to another genre and another, right. um, you know... Uh, Different, different, yeah, types it paid of shows. It,
0: right. It paid homage to a lot of the uh, old television shows that um, I grew up watching, like you mentioned, Dick Van Dyke Show with Mary Tyler Moore, Dick Van Dyke, which was a really great show. Uh, there's few homages here to shows like The Brady Bunch, Partridge Malcolm, Family, Partridge Family, yes, Malcolm in the Middle, um, Modern Family, mm-hmm. and so on, and so forth. Which I thought that was really great. Just a great take on um, doing that. So it was basically something significant to the decades, right? like the different mm, yeah more or less from the 60s on forward or from the 50s on forward up to now yeah so it now. was
1: like 60s, 70s, 80s,
0: 90s and then the 1000s right 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 the 2000s meaning right 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 which is um it's kind of interesting for a show to go through and as of this last as of this podcast the last episode that they showed pretty much shows why she um pretty much and there will be spoilers in this uh show we with regards to the Wandavision show, so please be aware. <laughs> but as of uh, the airing of this podcast, um, it gives an explanation as to why those television shows pretty much was what Wanda, as a child, grew up watching in the show. Yeah, and that was how, devastating, wasn't it?
1: It oh. was devastating. I wasn't. It, there was a scene where I was literally like, took my breath away, and uh, her being. A child, and they mentioned that story to uh, about the Spark missile and stuff like that hitting
0: the building right. in the uh, Avengers Ava Ultron movie, right? They when had... they,
1: they explain and they actually showed it, so they did it in such a fantastic way where you know they captivated the audience, or at least the kid. I can only talk about myself here, um, it captivated me, you know. I'm like really feeling for this young child, and all of a sudden, boom, you know definitely was shocking and it was it was done very well very well
0: yeah it, it, it really was it, it really was and I agree with you on, on that um, but what I also wanted to bring about or talk about next really was also the uh, Agatha Harkness character <laughs> which is the first time we have actually seen this uh, character portrayed in live action mm-hmm. and it's quite interesting how they're going to portray this character in the TV show because in the comic books, she sort of like has a different role, if you will. So she first came about in the comic books. It is I think her first appearance came out in the Fantastic Four issue, Fantastic Four number ninety four, which came out like around nineteen seventy. And uh, her origins was that she was like one of the original witches um, from the Salem witch trials mm-hmm. and whatever, and has survived all all that. But throughout the comics. And I'm not quite versed in her origin, but I do remember having read issues or having issues of her, uh, either acting as a nanny to Franklin Richards, who's the son of Mister Fantastic of the Fantastic Four, Mm -hmm. uh (laughs) and which is kind of (laughs) cool in a way. And also from time to time, being a an instructor or a Mm -hmm. teacher or mentor to uh, the Scarlet Witch, which is a character that is. Supposed to be shown in this WandaVision show,
1: which is kind of like what it seemed in this episode.
0: In this last episode, yeah. Well, in this last episode, is is that character a villain? Is this character more of a mentor? Like we don't know, and it's quite intriguing. We don't know what her main objective is. We're captivated, and as as so far as what it seems to air. They're making it they're making this character seem to be a villain. Mm-hmm. And who knows, probably by the end of the series it may turn out that she may not be a villain. Maybe she was like one of those uh, characters who they may seem to be villainous but at the end they were actually a mentor of some somewhat, you know what I, I mean? I mean, she
1: definitely seemed like a
0: therapist. <laughs> you know. That's true too. Like she's
1: like <laughs> let's walk down this road of your memories and figure out what we're doing. I mean, in the more fucked up way. You know um she did it but she kind of snapped uh scarlet witch out of out of her
0: little dream that she had made. right 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 you right, know right. she actually actually revealed the name scarlet witch for the first time ever that we've heard um throughout this live action tv show and throughout the mcu for that matter mm-hmm. so i thought that was kind of cool um We'll see how this plays out, pretty much. But the name Scarlet Witch was that
1: something that was given to her because of her high status as a witch, or that's, or is it something that was
0: that she named herself as? That to be honest, in, the, in the comic books? That's a good question. To be honest with you, I'm not quite sure. However, um, it was written in her first appearance, which, funny enough, I believe her first experience was actually in an X Men comic book because she was a villain along with Magneto. As part of because the real, the comics, brother. she's written as Magneto's daughter. No, hang on, because in the comic book she was written as the Scarlet Witch, uh, being that her name in her first appearance, I believe, being in X Men number three, I believe, in the nineteen sixties, nineteen sixty-three or so, or so, forth, or so forth. Um, but yes, yeah, she was written. It was suggested during the time of writing that she was a daughter of Magneto. And ever since then, in comic books for the most part, that has been RedCon more or less. So her and uh, Quicksilver, who was Pietro, her brother, twin brother that is, has been their origin has been retconned somewhat. So I don't want to dive too much into that because mm-hmm. I'm not quite versed to be honest with you. Um, but y- yeah, so to answer your question, the, the name Scarlet Witch had pretty much come about it was already written in, from what I understand, in the comic books in the early 60s. Mm. So, in regards to it being a title of a of some type of stature for her powers, that could be. Um, we'd have to, like, check into that, and probably we can actually make more mention of that in the next podcast, uh, which is a good question. Now it got me thinking because of what we saw, what we witnessed in this last episode of WandaVision. Yeah,
1: because, you know, um, Agatha was pretty much like, you know, you're using chaos magic and therefore, you know, you are the Scarlet Witch. And it's just like, okay, so that's her title because of the fact that she uses chaos magic. Right. And then on top of that, with when it, com- when it comes to the MCU and how they introduced Scarlet Witch, um, you know, they made it seem that it was the reality stone. Or the mind stone, excuse me. The mind, mind stone, stone that gave her her powers. And here... Okay. On the WandaVision show, they ended up making it seem that she already had abilities, and then this is just, gave her like a power
0: boost. Right, The right. stone. Yeah, in other words, that uh, the uh, Infinity Stone sort of like activated a certain gene, quote unquote, that was latent in her power, you see where I'm going with this, for the most part, that they so could they, possibly so delve did into. They,
1: did they finally drop? The fact that she's no, a mutant.
0: Date. Oh, you use the M word. <laughs> I'm only kidding. I mean now they, Disney can't use the M word because they purchased it. So Yes, yes, but we still haven't heard it from them yet. So we'll have to wait and see. They are
1: so dangling that carrot. I think it's I mean, great. They're, they're they're doing it in such a way where it's like, Oh, this is it. This is this is what's gonna happen. It's mutants. Yeah. And I think it's because they could never use that before. They you right, know, right. They, didn't they purchased have 20th Century Fox. Right. Fox, um, And now the fact that they can pretty much do it, they're dancing with it, you know? Because right. they didn't call them mutants before. They call them, what, Enhanced?
0: Miracles, actually. They was it major- Miracles?
1: I thought it was Enhanced.
0: I think they were... It could be Enhanced something. I forget what the term was that they mentioned. But in the Avengers Age of Ultron movie... Um, what was it Banner Instructor, Banner von structure had mentioned the word miracles, describing both uh, Vision. I'm sorry, not Vision, Quicksilver and uh, Scarlet Witch in that whole end scene. Actually, I apologize. Now I think about it, that was actually the end credit, the extra credit scene at the end of I want to say was it Captain America, um, Winter Soldier. Was Jeez. that the end of that? Jeez, it was so far ago. Yeah, but whichever that scene was, when he mentions this is the age of miracles, and but, in a sense, the word the word miracles was supposed to replace the word mutants.
1: But let's be real. Like, that was more... I don't think he said it to brand them as miracles. I think he said it because it was a... that mentality of, you know, taking over the world and using
0: that as a... Well, I I I look at it this way. I think they had used the word miracles. The whole alliteration with the letter M miracles, mutants, and being that they couldn't use the word mutants at the time, so they decided to use the word miracles for the most part. Um, that's just my guess. And I could be completely wrong, and you know if if I am, please correct me. <laughs> um, there'll be a lot of corrections in this uh, podcast. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> but um, in any in any event, yeah. So that's pretty much. That's pretty much where I'm at with the show. I do love I do love how this show is being portrayed. They are taking their time. I know one of the complaints or concerns or comments that we hear about this show is the fact that it is too short. The length of each episode they make mention is always too short. But you know what? I think that is a sign of how great a show is. A similar show, not to get off topic, that was in the same feel or manner was the mandalorian those first two seasons that we saw the mandalorian uh each one of those shows to me felt really short see but hold on a second
1: when it came to the mandalorian whatever time they put on the screen in terms of you know how long the show is they always tell you it's like 26 minutes or 32 minutes or whatever right pretty much is what we got with this, why the hell are they making <laughs> us think that it's a 45 minute show or 36 minute show, whatever however else they want to extend it? And then they had the audacity <laughs> to actually give us eight to 10 minutes worth of credits.
0: Which is And another then another.
1: They played us because they made it seem all the way up to like episode six. They played us and made it seem like there was going to be an end-credit scene, and there wasn't. And then in episode seven is when they decided to give us an end-credit scene, which it's funny because really, in movies, they kind of started doing end-credit scenes in the 2000s. 2000s
0: or the 90s as well.
1: It's Yeah, but I'm talking about when it comes to MCU and stuff, like, they really end credits this really started happening in the early 2000s. Right. And then as soon as she hits the 2000s, that's when we started getting end credit scenes. Right, right. So from episode 7 to now episode 8, we have end credit scenes, which is like, okay, were they trying to hold that time out for us (laughs) because, you know, they need to fill it in later on?
0: Mm -hmm. Or,
1: and then, I swear to God, a a lot of people were like, oh, we really have to look at the credits because there'll be some (laughs) Easter egg or some hint as to what's to happen and I'm like, There is nothing. Well there is nothing there and you are so sure. Wait, we gotta look at it. We gotta look at the way this is this is and I'm like,
0: No, there's well, nothing there. We don't know yet. We'll have to wait until the very last episode to see what happens. And who knows, we may not even show up in this television show, but it may come to play when the movies uh, start uh, appearing. It won't be theaters. Mean? Maybe these uh, last eight, nine credits may have some significance to do in the future MCU films, someone or so forth. Damn. So, yeah, I so mean, that's a great possibility. But there's nothing there. Like, if, if they there's were to be There's nothing there because we have no contents yet. Context, excuse me, context yet. So <laughs> we we don't know. And that's the thing with them. Every little bit and piece will fall into place somehow. I think. I
1: think what it is with this whole effed uh, up year and a half of not being able to go to the movies and stuff like that we are so deprived (laughs) of like comic book related entertainment or Mm. movies and stuff like that that we're like it must be there that's true we must dig through you know every visual possible but in the end credits man of wandavision there is nothing there i'm (laughs) telling you there's nothing and if there is i will be more than happy to say guys i'm
0: wrong I thought, well, we'll see. We'll, we'll have to wait and see. But you're right about that whole um, thing about being deprived of uh, going to movies and so on and so forth because of the situations happening uh, to us globally. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. It's, it, and it's so funny when you mention I started thinking of how every time we're watching the show and when the opening credits come on i you know i get chills you know the hairs on my arms just stand up Good and question. it's sort of like uh it's sort of like a drug you know withdrawal from the drug that you have been taking you <laughs> know wherever. So fixed. it's like oh my god we're oh getting my that god fixed.
1: please please well, quick please question. Yeah. did they have the intro in this episode
0: yeah they did remember the whole
1: background turned purple oh, okay okay sorry i was all right No, for some reason I didn't remember it. Yeah. So. Yeah.
0: No, I understand. No, I'll remember every uh, intro. There's usually some slight change in not all the uh, intros, but most of them. Mm -hmm. Uh, Whether it's the whole color scheme or whether it's uh, changes from black to white and so on and Mm -hmm. so forth. So yeah, that's something that pretty much happens for the most part. So, but what did you what do you think of the show overall, and what did you think of the uh, last episode as of this podcast episode eight?
1: I love the show. Mm-hmm. I honestly do. I think it's great. I think it's, you know, in the beginning, you need to have um, patience with it. Right, right. And, you know, you you have to take your time. You know, just have patience. with. It. If you have not seen any of the WandaVision episodes as of yet, unfortunately, we spoiled some things. But uh, definitely take your time in watching it. You know, it's something that just gives you uh information a little little by little, you know. Um in this last episode, yeah, I really felt bad for Wanda. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: I it's... felt so bad for her. It really broke down what she's been through, all the heartaches that she's had, the grief that she's had to endure, um, the loss of her parents, the loss, the loss of, of her brother, the loss of her love you know, her loved one. It's just like it's just really heartbreaking. You get to see it all. And considering everything that she's been through, I think she's handled it like a boss. You know. Yeah. I was really and, and I will have to say she would have destroyed mm-hmm. Thanos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Easily. If his bitch ass <laughs> didn't <laughs> come down and <laughs> was like, make it rain. Yeah. <laughs> he was such a bitch ass for doing that because she was destroying him yeah and i was just like ruining her on like that's right girl like kick his ass
0: yeah
1: um but this past this as this last episode was definitely um yeah it was worth watching and and answered a lot of things and you get to see that she didn't take his body
0: no right right exactly
1: she didn't take, make this, this uh, the director of um, Sword, Sword uh, was, and I apologize for not knowing his name, but <laughs> the director of Sword, or the acting director of Sword, uh, set it up like, oh, she stole his body, this is a and it made her seem like a freaking bad guy, and thank goodness that uh, Monica Rambeau was like, nah, nah, brother, that's, <laughs> that, that's not what's happening here, that's, that's a greater story here. Why is it that she didn't kill me? She didn't hurt anyone. She just pointed the guns at you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, let's talk about that for a second. <laughs> yeah, you yep. know. And then he was like, "Oh, he we'll scored
0: him out." <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I have to agree with you. I think the show is wonderful. It's a good. Uh, it's a good change for a television show. To be honest with you. Yeah. Weird as it sounds, you know, um, which is which is what I enjoy, and um, I can't. I, it's gonna be bittersweet when this show ends. To be honest. Uh, When are we getting um,
1: Falcon and...
0: Well, that's going to come on... I think it airs later this month. So, right... But here's how it's supposed to... Here's how the schedule plays. I think after the uh, WandaVision show, the following week, they're going to have a... uh, And I'm not sure what it's called. But it's similar to what Star... uh, To what The Mandalorian did with the whole gallery. Uh They're going to have some type of special... Behind the scenes episode the week after, and then following that show the week after that, I believe they will start to air the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So Marvel is doing their best to constantly have us uh, watch their series each week. Yeah, you know, which is kind of good. It's kind of good thing. So on the one hand, um, with this show in particular, the Wandavision show, I am really excited about it. I can't wait to see how it culminates and ends if it does end. That for the most part, because we don't know their stories may actually continue through the MCU movies uh, for the most part. So who knows? Um, But yeah, I can't. I can't wait to to see how that ends. Um, All right, switching gears a little bit. uh, Let's talk about this uh, new Superman and Lois show that aired. (laughs) uh, And I know you're laughing. (laughs) I know you have some comments about. Yeah, please Uh,
1: explain as to.
0: why I was like... Well, no. I'm going to have you explain as to why you have your reservations so on and so forth. And it's totally understandable. But before we go on, for those who don't know, so they've aired a... uh, I think the CW aired a uh, new version of a Superman and the Lois television drama hour-long show. Um, The first uh, episode appeared uh, this past week as of this podcast. And uh, it's a different take uh, for the most part uh, forgive me if I don't know the actor's name. I know his first name is Tyler. and <laughs> the spelling, I think the starting letter of his last name is against an H. I cannot pronounce it. Please forgive me. Um, we promised and... that we
1: will get better <laughs> at remembering the actor's names and However, everything.
0: However, his take on Superman is played off the same character that he played in the Supergirl uh, television show that had aired. Mm-hmm. And um, so... We just finished watching the first episode. uh Was last night, and yeah, he tricked me. He tricked you. <laughs> so why don't you go ahead and explain? First of all, you should explain your whole love of the character Superman, just to give some context uh, to everyone. And go ahead, dive right in, dive right in.
1: Oh man, it's, we we can't make this podcast that long.
0: <laughs> That's fine.
1: Um, no. Well, basically, yesterday, uh, it was a superhero night, kind of watching binging on on different things and uh one of the things that uh teddy decided to um have me watch <laughs> but he kind of tricked me he was like have an open mind
0: have an open mind have an we're open gonna mind. watch
1: something have an open. i'm like have what are we gonna mind. watch and the moment he put on, i was like oh shit i don't want to watch this <laughs> now to 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 give the show its credit first episode was pretty good.
0: Yeah,
1: it was. It was pretty good. Mm-hmm. I think that I think I think what it is is that I've kind of become so jaded with some of the CW shows and I say some, not all. Mm. Um that with this new Superman um I was just like, what are they going to do? Because one of the things that I that I kind of don't like is the fact that there's so many different versions of a superhero in the DC universe like uh, they okay. have the movie version then they okay. have the show version then right. they have something else and right. it's just like can you just make it where we have just one actor playing the character okay but every, every company and everything has, you know everybody has their own reasons to what why they do what they do so with this superman i really wasn't expecting it to be good okay to be honest with you okay you know, in this in this version, he has two sons. He's The show is based around, uh, from what I saw, mm-hmm. based around his life as a husband and a father. Mm-hmm. And how was he able to manage him being Clark and, mm-hmm. you know, having a family and also holding the mantle of Superman and saving the world. Like, how can right. he be in two places at the same time? Right. Yes, he is a superhero. Yes, he has right. incredible speed and strength, but still, you're going to be lacking. So you're going to see the human side, right. you know, of this character, Superman's character. Right. Right. So he has two sons, two teenage boys, uh, and, and he's married to Lois, right. and he's trying to manage all of that. And I think that they handled it pretty well. I definitely think that CW is putting money, definitely putting a lot of money into this show because it almost looked movie-like. mm
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, the cinematography and the, the cinematography
1: yeah. was very different. Um, usually, some of the shows you can tell that it's just, just a CW show. Not that I'm putting down right. CW shows in terms of how much money they put into it. It's a you know this had this had a lot of special effects.
0: Yes,
1: and they, I think they did a great job. You know, I was interested. It piqued my interest. Would I watch the second episode? Yeah, it, <laughs> it's I'm, I'm on. I'm You're going? on. Okay. Um, I think it's because when I first saw this particular version of Superman. When he came out in Supergirl, I was like, right. "This is, forgive me, this is campy as fuck." Right,
0: right, <laughs> yeah, right. It's right. campy. the right. The
1: suit was campy. The whole thing, the way it was done, was campy, and I think it's because they were trying to keep something from the uh, CBS version of Supergirl.
0: Okay.
1: Um, because it first aired on CBS, and right. then right, the Supergirl she, show, the first Supergirl aired. show, because right. he, this particular Superman first appeared in Supergirl. Supergirl. Yes. So, you know, the CBS version of Superman, uh, excuse me, of Supergirl was done in a certain way where it was like, this is kind of crampy. Like, how, they're not really taking care of this character as much as they should. And then she went home where she's in CW. Right. You know, and it was literally like a welcome home kind of thing. Right. So I was kind of hoping that when she came to CW, that Tom Welling will nah. be playing Superman because right. it was around the time that Smallville was gonna be was gonna be on this ten year anniversary. Okay. So I was like, oh, sweat! He can take up the mantle of Superman, not just Clark Kent. Oh, I see. But actually, be Superman, and it would kind of make sense if they knew how to write it well. Right that's not what happened because he said that he doesn't know how he will be playing Superman. Superman right. But whatever, that's that's a whole other <laughs> thing. <laughs> All right, right. Um, so yeah, so I, I I would definitely recommend this show. Um, I think it was good. It was done, done well. Um, they definitely put money into it. The special effects were fantastic. Uh, and it's going to be a very different take as to how Superman handles his personal life. Not just Lois Lane, but also now two sons. And
0: that's going to be really interesting. And let me ask you, uh, why do you care so much about Superman? Like,
1: it's I think it's nostalgia and it's a childhood thing. And I, you know that was the first superhero I ever seen on the big screen. You know, um, Christopher Reeves, man. Like, yeah. I, you know, you hear the music, duh, duh, yeah. duh, 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 you know, <laughs> yes. and. You, I saw Superman for the first time as a child. You know, I couldn't see it in a movie theater. I saw it, you know, on the, on the television screen. Right, right. Um, but, yeah, that that's what made me have a love for Superman, you know. And all along, every single time that I saw there was going to be a Superman movie. You know, when they when they did um the Brian Singer version. Oh, um, with
0: Brandon Roth playing Superman?
1: Yeah, with Brandon Roth playing Superman. Um, I was like... Really excited because Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh my god, Superman's gonna be on the big screen. I get to see it in theaters, like, I'm super hyped. And then I was like, what happened? (laughs) What the (laughs) hell happened?
0: Right, he has
1: no emotions. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) Like, I still loved it because that was the only way I can have some kind of Superman,
0: right? There,
1: um, in terms of the big screen, and then we got
0: what we got <laughs> yeah. and, we and got no no got. but
1: then we moved on and then we got Man of Steel
0: yeah Henry Cavill playing Man of Steel yes, yes right yes
1: I am correct it was Man of Steel Man of Steel was not Brandon
0: no Man of Steel was Henry Cavill okay you're right
1: then we got Man of Steel and I'm like holy shit <laughs> Zack Snyder did his shit <laughs> he did his shit he broke it he, it made it where it was like okay we understand why they wear the suit Okay. You know, we yes. understand. We saw what Krypton was for the first 20 minutes right. of the movie. And then, really, why Krypton became destroyed was because of their own vanity. Right. You know? And then the fact that we got to see Zod. Yeah. And it was just a genetic engineering mm-hmm. of the people. Especially when Zod comes out and he's like, I was created yeah, to protect my people. people. Yeah. First of all, this guy that played... Um, Zod was just like yeah, Michael Shannon. Was oh my excellent, God! Excellent. So yeah, we got Man of Steel. You know, it was just like awesome. So <laughs> yeah, I to put it all together because I could go on for another god <laughs> knows how many minutes, and I apologize, but yeah, I do have a great love for Superman. So good,
0: good, good. That's good. Um, well, my take of the TV show Superman and Lois is is this: for years. At least, through at least throughout the comic book uh, series, if um for the most part, Superman has been this great character with godlike abilities, and when Superman first came to the scene in the uh, early in the excuse me late nineteen thirty, that we came out in nineteen thirty eight or so on and so forth. It was incredible to see a humanoid person, an alien from an out, from another planet, come into planet Earth and become our savior if you will, with these great and immense powers to protect everyone. Um, and that writing lasted for years. Then came a time and this is solely my opinion, then came a time in the writing where, I felt that the writers had a difficult time trying to write Superman in the comic books because he wasn't relatable to the average person. That's yes, true. he had a great uh, skill set. Yes, he can do everything and so on and so forth. But how many times as a what can a writer write his weakness being this kryptonite thing, being the only thing that can defeat him? That and magic, uh, which comes along later during the play, and so I think what the writers of the comic book series had a problem at the time was trying to make this character relatable. Now I think what this series does is it fixes that. Would you say they took a page out of Marvel, mm, in terms I, of making it more? No, I don't. I don't. I know what you're saying to to a degree, yes, but I don't want to. Say that they copy from this or that or someone or so No, for. no, no. I I'm think, not saying. No, I, I know. I think what they did was they really sat down and took their time and was really trying to figure out a way to make this great character relatable, sort of like what the comic book series now is doing. I feel, and by giving him a family, and giving him the same problems that a lot of us are experiencing, you know, um, home foreclosures. uh trouble raising teenagers. Uh, I love the fact and there will be spoilers about this show as well but I do recommend people watch this at least, at least the first episode. I love the fact that they make mention of one of the sons having um, well anxiety a, a, a form of anxiety. Social anxiety disorder. Social anxiety disorder. disorder which is great. Uh, this really comes into play. We know many families that uh, are not, not struggling but are just working with or Dealing with family members that have such uh, uh, disorders, if you will, and I think it's just a great way to sort of like make this character relatable, mm-hmm. you know, and that is what intrigued me more than mostly anything else about the show. It is good, it is always good to see the uh, whole uh, barrage of superheroes come into play and so on and so forth, but the fact that this character this great godlike character has been humanized now. Mm-hmm. You know, is what intrigues me the most. Um he's a married man, father. He has to try to balance the two. Right, exactly. And you know, with great power I'm not gonna bring Spider Man <laughs> but yeah, no. you know with great power now you have a greater responsibility to your family. As uh, as well as the world too. So how does that come into play? How does such a character with immense powers try to balance the two? Should the character balance the two, or should the character just focus on one aspect? You know, these are questions that you know that can come into play. Um, so for me, that's pretty much what the. Uh, the show is going to focus on. And again, like I mentioned earlier, the fact that they've made this character relatable to that degree really intrigues me uh, for the most part. And not for anything, Superman has also been one of my favorite characters. Not my favorite character, but he's one of my uh, favorite characters reading alongside comic books and so on and so forth. Interestingly enough, um, funny, funny enough, I noticed that throughout the decades, let's say from the late 80s on, They've always shown some type of Superman or Superman-like show, Uh and so we've done away with what was the last Superman-like show that aired, Smallville maybe, which was which ended I forget when two thousand whatever, for the most part. And I'm not I'm talking about live action, not the animated Justice League. Mm-hmm. Cartoons, which was great, or the Superman animated series, which was also great. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the last live action Superman s- type of show we had was Smallville. And so I this vo- Is
1: not counting being mentioned in any other
0: um Live show, action though. show? Well, oh, you mean like the whole uh, Arrowverse uh, mm-hmm. TV shows? I guess. You mean uh, like, a like a standalone show? But like a standalone show, yeah, where yeah. he is so the main focus. The last focus, one was, will be. Where he's the main character in the show.
1: Well, there was a sorry there was a show on sci-fi i think called krypton, krypton
0: right but then again it, it was, didn't focus on superman no it was, it was his, his grandfather, grandfather yeah. right so and that show i don't know if it's uh continuing to play i don't think it is i think it had canceled krypton mm-hmm. uh but it, it was just interesting to see that they we've always had a superman or superman like show starting like in 1988 they had the uh I think it was on WABC. They had the old Superboy television show, which I remember watching, and it was campy as campy and all. But, yeah, it had started, like, the first season starred uh, Jason Haynes Newton, who had played Superboy in the first season. And then later on, later seasons, uh, seasons two and three and so on, they changed the actor, um, who I think was played by Gerard Christopher, Um, who had played Superboy. And I slightly remember those shows. Those were like, you know, other campy Superboy shows. But I watched it just to get, you know, a touch of the whole superhero-watching event thing. And then right after that, uh, ABC had aired the uh, Lois and Clark show with uh, Dean Cain and Terry Hatcher. Right. uh, Which (laughs) played for uh, a few seasons. I enjoyed it. Um... For the most, for the most part, I didn't have that much issue with it. Another, uh, I enjoyed it
1: too. I just didn't like Dean Cain playing
0: Superman. Superman. Okay, I, I no, no. <laughs> you're like no, no, total no.
1: And even when he showed up in Smallville as a villain, because they one of the cool things about Smallville that they did was that they would kind of bring uh, actors that played. In the Superman genre, whether it yes. was that they play yes. Superman themselves, yes, or uh, side characters, yeah. you know, so they would bring some of these characters these these actors in, obviously yes. as different characters, yeah. but it was paying homage to who they played back then. Um, so they brought these these people in. Though I think the only one that everybody was rooting for it when it came to Smallville was Gene Hackman.
0: Yes. That's the
1: only one I would kind of mm-hmm. say that did not did show F-Shout? up yeah. in Smallville because we were all like, oh, come on.
0: It would be great to have seen him show. To see him coming at show. Christopher Reeves was there. Christopher Reeves, Margot the, Kidder was Margot there. Margot Kidder was yes. there. Yes. Even
1: Jimmy Olsen. Well, the you know, actor who played, played Jimmy Olsen. They Jimmy Olsen in the movies, in, in the Christopher Reeves Superman movies. Yeah, that's right. Um, he was actually playing a, a Kryptonian.
0: Uh, I don't remember Yeah, it, he was a yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: um that was living his life, you mm, know. Um, mm, mm, but anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I
0: mean, even the series itself, the uh, actress who played um, Clark Kent's mother was in the Superman movie. She yes. played Lana Lang. She yeah. played the original Lana Lang. Exactly. And the second Superman, right? Yeah, yeah Superman? the second yeah, one. The second so one. I thought that was great that they did that. But let's see. Yeah, so we had the Lois and Clark television show. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, we then had your favorite, Smallville. Which, for a sci-fi show, not a lot of sci-fi shows can last ten seasons. Uh And I have to give credit for that show for lasting so long. It's incredible. I can't think of any other um, franchise that can last that long continuously not to have a show that lasts and then have a break and then continue on this show Smallville actually had 10 seasons continuously well there was another show that was
1: we can't say what show lasts longer than 10 seasons are you talking about just superhero
0: shows or or just in general sci-fi shows um, oh well, you're talking about supernatural. I yeah, think. yeah, that's, that's beyond. A, that's beyond ten seasons. Well. Yeah, but it's one of the but it's one of the few I would have to say. Yeah, yeah. Um, which but is which supernatural is, is like. Yeah, no, supernatural is a show that's lasted a long time. I'm not quite versed on that show. I don't know much about it. Yeah, to be no, honest but with it's
1: you. a it's it's definitely but, within yeah. the you know yeah it, it you're right it genre. is within the
0: sci-fi show and that's another show like you have to give testament to the fact that it's lasted so long. There's mm-hmm. something in it that has people constantly watching, mm-hmm. and I think that's a great thing. Um, Let's see, what was that after Smallville? After Smallville, we then had Supergirl, uh, which showed the live-action version of Superman uh, for the most part. And finally, we got this show, Superman and Lois, which aired. And I think it's just exciting and fun to watch Superman back on live-action television after all this time. Because they've never done, to be honest with you, they've never done without a Superman show. In any decade. We can't go a long stretch without having a Superman show. So the list I you feel. gave
1: us is just talking about TV shows.
0: Live action TV Live shows. Live action TV shows. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, that was pretty much No, it. that's
1: that's true. You're right.
0: Mm-hmm. So I think that was just kind of interesting.
1: I am excited to to see what they're going to do with this show. You know, um first episode had a lot in it. You know, kind of gave us a glimpse as to who the villain is going to be. Um, definitely gave us a glimpse in terms of what the cha- what challenges Superman is going to be having. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely gave us a glimpse in terms of where you know how Smallville is having his challenges. Um, wh- who is the, I guess it really it mm-hmm. comes down to kind of two villains, the person that he fought, and then also mm-hmm. who is this company? What is this company? Uh. That's actually trying Morgan to purchase Edge. things. Yes, so Edge. that's another thing that they uh, are already touching upon, and this is just the first episode. Mm-hmm. And then, the, you know, obviously the challenges of being two teenage boys who happen to be twins, mm-hmm. um, and their challenges as well. You know, so yeah. I, I think it's just, I think it's kind of cool. Okay. Um, I'm looking forward to the second episode. I will be open minded to it. I'm not going <laughs> to hate on it. Great, they great. did a great job with the first episode. Okay. Okay. Um, so what would, moving on to our next topic, I would say, um, anything new that you're gonna be buying?
0: Oh, oh, in regards to comic books? Um, well, there's, let's see, uh, I haven't looked at the entire list yet, but so far from what I'm thinking about getting, uh, I'll probably get the latest Batman issue. I think that comes out this week, Batman, I think, 103. Uh, DC's also doing like an Infinite Frontier series, which. Uh, for those of you who hasn't uh, read the whole uh, uh, death metal dark dark knight death metal series and the whole future states afterwards, I think the infinite Frontier will be sort of like a reintroduce reintroduction, excuse me, of the uh, DC universe, kind of sort of. So be interesting to see how that comes to play. I think there's going to be a Wonder Woman number one issue. I think a sensational Wonder Woman number one is supposed to come out. Um, On the Marvel side, they're going to do another American Chavez number one. Her character may come into play because I think her character is going to be in the uh, Doctor Strange movie, if I'm not mistaken, so that's going to be kind of interesting. The latest issue of the Avengers, I'll probably pick up. uh, we'll also post it on our Instagram So you can also follow us on Instagram And our Facebook at 527 Underground And uh, I guess we'll uh, see you then Have a great day um, And thank you for joining us for our very First podcast, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Alright Alright I think I'm kind of hungry now So what's going to be for dinner
1: what, Do I look like I need to cook you dinner sir I'm
0: just asking That's all. Seriously You're asking me
1: You mean takeout?
0: Yeah. Wow. Okay. (laughs) Anyway,
1: (laughs) catch you guys later. Thank you so much for listening in.